Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball land? Well, we don't have much basketball, but we're going to keep this show moving because guess what? That's all we know how to do over here at All Things Basketball Podcast until basketball arrives back on the table, people, until the game of basketball that we all love gets back on the table and gets back running the way it needs to run. And so we're going to keep on going with All Things Basketball Podcast because, again, that's what we do over here at All Things Basketball Podcast. And we're on to episode 110. Yes, sir. We're on to episode 110, people. And the name of episode 110 is Workout or Not. The name of episode 110, Workout or Not. And of course, you know how Coach Luke like to do it. I like to ease on into the topic somewhere down the line in the show. And so we won't change that. We'll continue to do so here at All Things Basketball Podcast. But the name of the episode, episode 110, Workout or not. All right, let's get it started, man. Let's get this wonderful episode started. Starting out in the New York area, man. Well, out of the North Carolina area because he played uh, his college ball at University of North Carolina, one Cole Anthony. But, of course, he's from that New York area, and so I'm proud to say that, man. And, of course, with this draft coming up, I'm sure hoping my New York Knicks is in the movement as far as grabbing one fantastic Cole Anthony off the charts, man. The kid is phenomenal. And so what's going on right now, a lot of people are declaring their hardship, but not Cole Anthony. And so everybody's up in the air. Why hasn't Cole Anthony declared his hardship? Well, for one thing, if you know this young man's history, if he had an opportunity last year, he would have went straight from high school to the NBA. So it's kind of self-explanatory. The other guys that are declaring their hardship, no one really knew too much what they were going to do. Were they going to go in for one year, two years, or three years? Well, there's a few guys we knew what they were going to do, but not many. But I'll tell you what, Cole Anthony is one of those guys that left nothing for question. We knew for a fact that Cole Anthony was going to go to college for one season. And again, like Coach Luke said, if he had his opportunity, he wouldn't have never touched the college floor. He would have went straight from high school to the NBA. And so it's not, uh, you know, rocket science that he didn't declare his hardship just yet. There's a lot going on right now. There's a lot going on. A lot of families are affected by this virus. Uh, but I'll tell you what. You can assure one thing, and you heard it here at All Things Basketball Podcast, that Cole Anthony will be in this upcoming draft. Cole Anthony will be in this upcoming draft. I know you haven't heard anything from him. Uh, uh, most uh, prospects hold their press conferences and announce it verbally. But, you know, that'll happen. That'll happen. Some players do it early like a lot of the other players are doing, and some players do it a little later, okay? And, of course, there's players that's playing overseas and things of that nature. They really don't even make the announcement. You just know that they're going to be in the draft. And so if you're worried about Cole Anthony declaring hardship, I would say this, people. Don't worry. Cole Anthony will be an NBA baller, 
as soon as possible. And now will be September when they open training camp. Rest assured, Cole Anthony will be in an NBA training camp in September. And so don't worry about him declaring his hardship. As I said before, if he had his opportunity, he would have went straight from high school. And so that's what's coming out of that Cole Anthony camp. All right, that's what's coming out of New York. Okay, the Washington Mystics, WNBA champions, did a phenomenal job last season. And in the WNBA, the 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 um, parade for the teams that win the championship are right before the season. They're not right after the season like the men. It's right before the season starts. Well, as you know, the WNBA has canceled the beginning of their season, which is March 5th, I mean, excuse me, May 15th, all right? And so May 12th was the day that the Washington Mystics was going to hold their parade. It's up in the air, people. It's very much so up in the air. I believe uh, that will be canceled as well as, like I said, the, the beginning of the WNBA season, May 15th, will be canceled. Um, the the parade for the WNBA champ, Washington Mystics, I believe will eventually be canceled. I don't, I'm not sure if it's canceled already. It might be canceled already as we're talking. But I do believe, I haven't heard anything just yet, but I believe the, the, the um the parade will be canceled for the Washington Mystics, our WNBA champions. Now, of course, you're going to have to give these young ladies a parade somewhere down the line. But right now, hey, like I said, there's a lot of big things going on. You can't have big, big gatherings. And so a parade is definitely right now out of the question. And so that's what's happening out of Washington. I think that the parade will be canceled if it hasn't been canceled already. It's been canceled? Okay, so, you know, this is what I was thinking, but now we know. The parade's been canceled. The, the, the championship parade for the Washington Mystics has been canceled, and it'll be, they'll let you know uh, to be announced a new date. And so that's what's coming out of that Washington area. And again, congratulations to the Washington Mystics. Job well done, WNBA champions. They'll get their parade. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. Is Damian Lillard. Uh, was, excuse me, before the season ended, was Damian Lillard a strong candidate for most valuable player? Of course. I mean, you had the front runners, Giannis Antetokounmpo and LeBron James, all right? But you also had Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard was scorching. He was on fire. He was the dark horse in that whole thing. And guess what? Could have won the MVP if he continued to play lights out the way he was playing when the season halted. All right, Damian Lillard's a phenomenal player. Of course, he could have won the MVP. Again, the front runners was King James 
and Giannis Antetokounmpo, but guess what? Damian Lillard was right there on their heels. They could turn around, and he was on their shoulder, man. That's how good he was playing. And so it wouldn't have surprised me if Damian Lillard pulled off the MVP. You know, it wouldn't have surprised me. Now he would have had a had to have, excuse me, a strong last two months. He would have had to have a strong last two months. But as it stands right now, when you pick an MVP, it's going to probably be either Giannis or LeBron. You know, I was thinking that Damian Lillard is right there, but he would have to keep on surging, which that's impossible, of course, because the season is, uh, you know, canceled. And so with that being said, it's still just a two-horse race. And when I say two-horse race, Giannis and LeBron. But was Damian Lillard right there? You better believe it. Damian Lillard was right there. And like I said, two more strong months. And guess what? He could have really, really pulled it out. He could have really, really pulled it out. Well, College basketball, male and female, probably won't be the same. And the reason why I, I feel that way is because of of how arenas are, are packed in. You know, it's going to get to a point where you can't have those type of crowds, one person on top of another. And so college basketball, uh, we're, we're just talking about basketball right now. But, but collegiate sports might change audience-wise, I'm talking about. Not athletic. It's still going to go on. We're going to start seeing a lot of virtual things, you know, visual. We're going to start watching a lot of things visual. And so the big crowds at the collegiate games and the big crowds, uh, you know, at the basketball games might change. All right? That might change. I also believe you're going to get more student athletes. You're going to get more student athletes as opposed to athletes that definitely want to be students but want to try to make a living out of sport. And so it's, you know, it's going to start changing 360. You're going to start getting uh, uh, student athletes again. You're going to start getting players that are very good, at the game of basketball, but they're excellent students and they're really looking at their education first and foremost. Now, that's the way it's always supposed to be. I would say to any young lady or young man, that's what it should be. But as you know, in today's game, in today's age, it's not like that. Now, do I knock the the young men and young women that say, hey, I want to get to college to showcase my ability to get to the NBA or WNBA. Be honest about it. There's nothing wrong with that. You could always go back and get your education. I've always been a firm believer it's never too late. And so if you're honest with that, then you do that. But then at the same time, there there are, are, are people that are, are more student athletes first. And what they do is they go to college to get their education. They're not so much concerned with the sport itself, the name, the game of basketball. And so what I'm saying is it's going to be a different ball game 
collegiately, male and female. You're going to get more student athletes that want to play the game as opposed to athletes that are students. And so that's going to be, those two things are going to be the, the, the big, big difference in collegiate sports. Those two things are going to be the big, big difference in collegiate sports. And so that's the change we're going to have, people. That's the change we're going to have. It's definitely going to be a real big change. But, you know, life is that way. You know, so sports have to evolve and they have to change. Will it be less exciting? Of course not. It's going to be just as exciting. Collegiate athletes and collegiate basketball as it's always been. I just think the seating, the audience, and of course, like I said, you'll get a whole lot more uh, um, student athletes. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right? Guess what? We got that AAU profile, baby. That AAU profile. Well, coming out of that Detroit area, Detroit, Michigan, stand up for Gabrielle Elliott. Gabrielle Elliott, 5'10", forward, powerful player, man. Great footwork. And she's hailing from Detroit Edison Public Academy. Detroit Edison Public Academy out of Detroit, Michigan, all right? And she'll be attending Clemson University, all right? She already signed. She'll be attending Clemson University. Phenomenal player, man, Gabrielle Elliott. And, yo, Clemson, you got a gem out of Gabrielle Elliott. She's going to perform lights out, jumpers, lights out, wonderful player in Gabrielle Union in her AAU outfit, the D-Zone for Detroit. The D-Zone is an AAU outfit, and it's a wonderful, wonderful thing, and she's our AAU profile for this show. Gabrielle Elliott out of Detroit, Michigan. All right. Well, we've reached that point in the show that we've always reached, baby. You know the deal. If you want to be a sponsor to All Things Basketball Podcast or you want to ask to your company to be on All Things Basketball Podcast, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message. And if you go to my Facebook feed, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook, hit the email button and leave your information. If you want to be a sponsor to the show or you want to ask to your company to be on our show, those are the two things that you have to do. Thank you very, very much. All right. Well, we all know as the NBA goes, you know, the G League goes. There's one little dominating factor that I I don't believe people are talking about when we talk about the G League. Now, the G League has been growing leaps and bounds. But I'll tell you what, the salaries are not where they should be. All right. Well, one of the things with the G League, you have to understand, It's a bottom step to get to a big step. What I mean by that is you're not so concerned with heavy contracts in the G League because your goal is to step up on that step and make it to the NBA. 
And so, so we understand why G League players get paid what they get paid. There's no uh, um, extra compensation for them as far as I think this guy is so good he deserves a million dollars. He should have a million dollar contract. First of all, there are, there are no audiences that 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 clamor to G League games like that. That's the first thing. The second thing is you have to understand that, again, it's a step to a big step. You're in the G League because you want to play in the NBA. Your goal is to get to the NBA, and tons of guys have done it. Believe me, there's guys in the NBA that have played and started in the G League. That's not my point. That's not Coach Luke's point. My point is right now that everything is canceled. One of the things with G League players, they suffer because of their contracts. All right? They suffer because of their contracts. And I believe, my opinion, there should be some type of financial windfall in case of emergencies. All right? Now, this is one of the first big emergencies since the emergence of the G League. But guess what? Let's learn from this. Let's learn from this and don't forget the small guy. Let's learn from this situation and don't forget the small guy. Because these guys are family members. A lot of them are married. They're chasing their dreams. They're moving their families from, from city to city. They're getting traded things of that nature, real life, real terms. There needs to be a pocket of finances for these young men, all right? Now, you have the elite contract, but how many elite contracts can you give a G League player? I think there's only two elite contracts per team. So what about the other 10 guys out of the 12 guys on the team? What's going on with those guys right now? And so... We live and we learn, all right? And guess what? You guys know Coach Luke's going to put it out there, baby. And so what I'm saying is there has to be some type of security blanket for these guys, man. There has to be. We can't forget the G League because it, it's a join to the, to the NBA. We can't forget the G League, all right? Once again, baby, tap in. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. The NBA is asking all prospective uh, draft picks to do a virtual workout. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. You can have your friend uh, hold your phone and give a, a one hour or a one and a half hour workout and send it to the NBA. You can do that. You know, you can do that. It's it's a wonderful thing. Um, again, you usually at this time of year before the NBA draft, you might have the Potsdam Invitationals. The, the Phoenix Invitationals where, where guys can travel and play around owners and general managers, but we can't do that right now. 
And so what the NBA is asking all perspective, you know, uh, guys that are going into the draft to do a virtual workout. Hey, you guys do that anyway. I mean, I, I, I walk around gyms and things of that nature. Hey, Coach Luke, look at my workout. And you show me your phone. So it's not going to be hard for you guys to, 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 to do these workouts for prospective general managers and prospective owners. I mean, this is your career you're talking about. And it's only, like I said, it's only going to take one of your good friends to hold your phone and, and get all of the footage of you taking jumpers, going through drills, showing your leaping ability, and, and et cetera, et cetera. And so that's what the NBA is asking all prospective draft picks if they can do a virtual workout. And I also believe that they're doing that right now, all right? The women are ahead of the curve because they're doing that right now as far as the WNBA prospects, from what I understand. They're already sending in virtual workouts to the WNBA front office. So it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And remember, this is your career. This is your career, you know. And so you, you really want to get that footage in to the, to the NBA offices as well as the WNBA offices if you're looking towards the future. You really want to do those things. It's a wonderful, wonderful situation. All right. I tell you, you know, we haven't heard too much about, um, you know, we haven't heard too much from Commissioner Adam Silver about the league, you know, but we, we, you know, he's a man that's constantly working. I'm pretty sure we'll hear something soon. Um, You know, um, we know the season's canceled, but I guess everyone wants to hear it from, shall I say, the horse's mouth. And in this case, it's Commissioner Adam Silver, you know. And so we'll hear something very soon. It's April. If we had the season going on, we'd probably be in the second round of the WM. I mean, excuse me, the second round of the NBA uh, playoffs. So it's pretty early. It's pretty early. And believe me, there's a lot of meetings behind the scenes about this right now. And so... That's what you're getting. Adam Silver's going to come out. He's an excellent, excellent commissioner. Uh, and so he's going to come out with another press conference. And I believe it will be the cancellation of the league, the cancellation of the playoffs and everything else, you know. And so that's what's going on as far as uh, uh, the NBA is concerned. Again, we will hear from Commissioner Silver about the goings on and what's going to happen in the near future. We just got to be patient. A lot of things are happening behind the scene right now. And so we just got to be patient. Question. Top five draft picks this year. Very important to the future of the NBA. Always. Always. So this year is no different than any other year. The top five picks are a fabric to the, to the, the building of the NBA, the top five picks of the fabric to the building of the NBA, just like last year. All right. John Moran, Zion Williamson, RJ Barrett, you know, Jackson Hayes. Okay. DeAndre Hunter. Listen, you got to have strong five, man. You really have to have strong 10, 
But the top five is always the fabric to moving the league forward. The top five is always the fabric to moving our league, the NBA. And I say our league because it's ours. Moving it forward. And so that's what you have. That's what you have, definitely. The question is, is the top five uh, draft picks very important to the future? You better believe it. You better believe it. Well, people, it's been a ball. I'll see you the next show. Uh, you know, I'll see you episode 111. This is the end of 110. I'd like to thank everybody that downloads, shares, likes. I love everybody on Instagram that keeps it going, keeps following me. I love everybody on Facebook, my Facebook family, all right? And, of course, I got the greatest uh, uh, staff in the media business, all right? Again, we're not all in one room right now, but guess what we're doing? We're on the phone. They're on the phone. Coach Luke, Coach Luke. And so, hey, I love everybody. I'll see you next episode, all right? God bless. Be safe.